Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people around the world so that I can help answer their unanswerable questions, life's unanswerable questions at that. We have a caller on the phone already this evening, so I'm going to be going to her here in a minute. And uh, we also have had several questions that have been submitted online from people who were unable to join us this evening. So I'll be reading some of those as time allows. So let's go ahead and get started. And I believe our first caller is Chrissy. So hi, Chrissy, are you, are you with us? I am. Hi there. Hi. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What's going on with you? Well, first of all, tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Michigan. Oh, whereabouts? In Gladwin. Okay. Terrific. Well, did you have a question for me? I do. I'm trying to figure out how to ask. I've kind of got a lot all about one thing. Oh, Um, that's all right. Ask away. Okay. Well, I've just, I've got a ton of stuff going on, a ton of decisions to make. Um, and kind of starting with my son is 19. He was offered a really good job in, um, the Boston area. Yeah. And he accepted it and he, uh, he wants me to go out there with him, to move out there with him. And mm-hmm. I said that I would and I, I want to for, a lot of reasons, and I don't for a lot of reasons, <laughs> you know, it's just a big change, but um, I'm kind of wondering about that, like, first of all, because his job that he has here, they're kind of trying to keep him, so I am wondering about whether or not he's really going to go, and if I should go with him, if I, I mean, because I have to sell my house, and I don't know if that's going to be an easy thing to do, I am not happy at all at my job right now. There's just a lot of things going on there. And so I guess I'm just kind of <laughs> wanting to know, um, well, first of all, if it's the right thing to do, if it's the right thing for him to accept it and me to go with him. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess let's take it. Let's take your stuff first. And then okay. let's go to him. Okay? okay. And as far as your stuff goes, what is it that you, if you had a clean slate, blue sky, you could do anything you wanted to do and money wouldn't be an option, what would you do? I would go with them. Okay. Because? Um, 
I just feel like I could use a, a clean slate. Okay. Just something different. I feel like I could. I mean, I've been in the same town all my life. Uh, there's, it's a small town. It just, I, and I would, I mean, I'd miss him to death, you know, if he, if he wasn't close by, but, uh, I think that's not the only reason I would go. Okay. So if your son wasn't going to go to Boston, what mm-hmm. would be something that you would want to do just for yourself, for your life? Let's start there. Um, well, I've been trying to start, I mean, I've been in a bad place financially, like for a while. So I've been, you know, just, it's just been a struggle financially. I've joined different, um, I actually just joined a direct sales business to try to get some extra money. And, uh, but I've, I've been wanting to, you know, blog and do things like online. Um, okay. I just haven't had the money to start up anything. Really. Uh-huh. Uh, so that would be one thing, kind of, uh, leave my job, my current job that I have, but I don't know that I want to go someplace else because I figure, I think the things that I'm dealing with are kind of things that happen at every job. Um, right. The Such as? Of corporate America. Um, well, lately it's been, I feel like I'm taking the fall for, things that I haven't necessarily done. I've been, um, I mean, I work in a room with five other women and, you know, there's a lot of petty stuff going on and I just don't, I don't like to be around it. I try to stay positive and um, somehow, you know, we all get in trouble, you know, and it's like I've never gotten in trouble my whole life and then I feel like I'm just petty things. (laughs) I just don't like dealing with, you know. Right. Just a waste of time kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. Just office nonsense. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I heard you say blog. It doesn't cost any money to blog, girl. Well, to start it, it seems like, I mean, everything that I've looked into, just, I know you think, <laughs> I know it sounds like it doesn't cost much even, but um, even $100 right now is something that I just don't have. So I, I mean, it's not much. You're right about that, but I just haven't. Well, and you can, um, you can start out blogging by going on other blog sites and getting into a dialogue with people. Oh, you know, that's a good way to start practicing how to do it. And especially something, is there something or are there some things that you're interested in that, um, you know, if I said, what are you interested in? Uh, you know, what would come right to the top of your mind, right off the top of your head? What would that be? Um, mostly like natural remedies, like, you know, um, like essential oils and just, oh. I've just been doing a lot of research on just chemicals in general, like that we don't know exist <laughs> really, that we're eating, that we're putting on our skin, that, you right. know. Um, so things like that I like to talk about. And I also have done a lot of uh, kind of social media marketing. Oh, which, okay. And I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't had anything to market, but for some reason I'm always listening to 
you know, joining webinars and figuring out uh, how to do it. I just haven't done it. Cool. Well, you're just getting your information together. But the neat thing I'm hearing you say is all this stuff that you're telling me that excites you, you don't have to be in a certain place to do it. Right. You can be anywhere. Yeah. So, the, you know, the big, the big thing with Boston, too, is that um, the cost of living is going to be a whole lot more there than it is in Michigan. You know yes. that already, right? Yes. And he actually, he has like um, a territory that he would be covering for maybe like a sales rep. Okay. Um, and he was looking at places in New Hampshire, which okay. is a little bit better than Boston as far yeah. as cost Boston's like crazy yeah. expensive. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So what I'm hearing is you're you've kind of outgrown your life where you are in Michigan. So whether your son goes to Boston or not, it sounds like you've outgrown what you're doing. So here's my suggestion, Miss Chrissy, is put together a list of things that you want. Instead of focusing on, oh, my office is a pain and these other women with whom I work drive me nuts and la, 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 (laughs) all that kind of stuff, focus on Mm -hmm. what it is you want. Because when you do that, your energy is going to be attracted towards that. And I know this is going to sound really crazy, but if there's if you can let go of how it's going to materialize what you mm-hmm. want, then you're going to allow God, the universe, you know, all the positive energy out there to manifest what it is you want. And in our human capacity, our brains are somewhat limited in what we can envision at any time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there have been situations in your life where you've thought something that you want, thought of something that you want, and you've envisioned how you want it to happen, and it doesn't happen that way, but you get the same result. And oftentimes that result's better than what you'd originally envisioned, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all come up with examples of that in our lives that has Mm -hmm. happened and that's just I think that's a really good thing to remember when make a list I want and and be specific about the feeling of it not I want a million dollars but why do you want a million dollars do you want a million dollars so your your schedule is open and you can do whatever you want does that mean freedom do you want a million dollars in this just I'm just using this facetiously do you want a million dollars so that you can get a new house you know and and be really specific about what that house looks like because spirits if you've listened to the show before I know you've heard me say spirits are really literal the universe Mm -hmm. is really literal so if you say I want a new house well make a list of what you want in that house because you may get a house that's new to you, but it's not something you want to live in. Yeah. Okay, so be really specific about, you know, I want the house to be, I want it to have three large bedrooms. I want it to have a deck on the back. You know, I want it to have Mm -hmm. a two-car garage. Don't be specific about where it's going to be. Okay? Yeah. So, what's your son's name? Ethan. Ethan. So if Ethan is moving to the Boston area, you know, instead of saying, I want a, I want a house in Boston, I want a new house that has all these different parameters and I want it in Boston, leave it open. 
I want a new house with these parameters. And you're going to be amazed, and it's so fun to watch things unfold when that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, yeah. same thing with the job. Um, I would think that you probably need a source of income Yeah. in the interim. So, be open to that as well. I need this much or more as an income every month. I um, I want my... Uh, I want my career to focus on, and then again, boom, 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 be really specific, but be open to how it materializes. You know, essential oils, well, maybe you go do a network marketing thing for what I, there's one of those oil things that I know is really, it's like young blood or young life or young, young living. <laughs> yeah. Young living. Young, living. Yeah. young blood. That's, that's in time for Halloween, isn't it? <laughs> Young blood, that I did, that kind of just kind of snuck out. Um, but there's essential oils in blood, probably. But you know what I mean. I mean, you could yeah. maybe do something like that if you if for an extra for your income, and it can develop into something that you do full time, and it it gives you that freedom that you're looking for, and you can do that from anywhere, mm-hmm. right? If it's network marketing, yeah. So you just don't know. Maybe you get no. a job working in a in a um, spa or yeah. working for Aveda. You know, they got all those essential oils with Aveda, which, by the way, is owned by Estee Lauder. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, it's a division of Estee Lauder. But you go into any Aveda salon or Aveda spa, and they got all that oil stuff and all those natural things. My gal that gives me facials one time said, yeah, it's all, it's all natural. And, and she said, but then and again, poison ivy is natural, but I'm not going to put that on you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, does that make sense? It does make sense. Focus I mean, on I... what you want and then get out of the way. If That's you can say, what's, I know, but if you can yeah. stay in a position of just being happy about mm-hmm. things, whether it has to do with your job or, you know, the dog park down the street, you, that makes you smile when you see it, or it doesn't even have to be related. If you uh-huh. can keep yourself in a positive mood, which is a choice that uh-huh. we all make, yeah. you're going to be amazed at how things open up for you. Okay. okay. The other thing, Chrissy, is you've heard me say this too, I'm sure. Is it in my best interest too? Yes. And then finish the sentence. Mm-hmm. So let's play with that a little. Is it, you know, is it in Chrissy's best interest to move with her son, Ethan, to the Boston area? What do you get when you ask that question? It's the first thing that pops into your head, like as fast as you can snap your fingers. I got a yes. I got a yes, too. Oh, okay. I got a yes, too. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So let's ask some more really specific questions. Is it in Chrissy's best interest to um, sell her home in Michigan? What do you get? Yes. I got a yes, too. And the reason I asked that was a lot of people sometimes when they move and they're moving to a new city and they want to check it out, they'll keep their home in the old city. Just rent it out. Well, I'm not getting that for you. Good. Is it in Chrissy's best interest to look for a new job in the Boston area? What do you get on that? 
Yes. I got a yes before the question was even out. I felt like I did too, actually. Yeah. So perhaps you can do a job while you're getting this at these other interests yeah. and and your direct marketing business with, you know, the oils off the ground. Mm-hmm. But you have a yeah. you have a source of income while that's going on. Yeah. So um, can you ask or can we ask if it's in my best interest to list my house as a realtor or try to sell it? I know some people who buy houses to rent out that are local yeah. that might do it fast, but I don't yeah. know. Okay. So is it in Chrissy's best interest to list her house with a realtor? What do you get first thing? Mm, yes. I got to know before question was out. Oh, okay. I'm just not Is it in Chrissy's best interest to sell her home? in Michigan to somebody that will buy it quickly. I'm getting a yes before the question's even out. Oh, man, I wish I had a name and phone number. What's that? (laughs) I said I wish I had a name and phone number. (laughs) Who to to call? Is there more than one person that you know? Yes. um, Yeah, there are. Okay, so I'm a businesswoman. I'm a serial entrepreneur. First thing that comes into my head is call all of them and get them in a bidding war against each other because it'll drive the price up. Oh, okay. Okay. That was another question I had is if, um, as far as pricing it, I didn't know if it would be a good idea to get it appraised or to try to go with my gut on that. or I got to know, but you can can get um, the real estate comps for something that's a house that's similar to yours. And, you know, interview realtors and and see what they say. You may meet one that, that it resonates, and they may have a buyer. Okay. So, yeah. you know, it, that would be a good way for you to test the waters with that and also get a good idea of where you need to price your house. You know, interview maybe maybe two or three realtors in your area and see what they say about that, and see, and and their fees are negotiable. So the they may fees? they they may have some deal. Okay. Yeah. You know, you don't have to list it with them unless it feels right. But ask that mm-hmm. question: Is it in my best interest to list with Susie Realtor? You're going to get a mm-hmm. yes or a no. And when you when you ask the question with, is it in my best interest too, it encompasses all the variables, ones that we can't, we can't even imagine or envision. Okay. Okay. So that's going to okay. be the, that's going to be the way to do it. I would also call those other guys mm-hmm. that, you know, that buy houses and yeah, what they say, get them bidding yeah. against each other if possible. Yeah. I uh, will. Wait till your son accepts, accepts the job, though. Well, he wanna... did accept it. He did accept it. Okay. He accepted it, but then when he gave his notice at his current job, they offered him something else, and he. I don't think they can compete really with what uh-huh. he's got. Um, I just don't think they. It's possible, but my fear is that he's gonna. I mean. I shouldn't say fear, but I just, I guess I just want to know for sure what he's going to do, like, and, you know, and he needs to think about it because I don't know if he's ready to go. Well, so you, so 
you know, is it in Chrissy's best interest to wait and see what her son Ethan does before she lifts her house? Yes, is it in Chrissy's best interest to investigate what the house would sell for and investigate selling the house in the meantime? Yes. Okay. Is it in Ethan's best interest to take the job in the Boston area? Is it in, okay, how can we phrase that? Is it in Ethan's best interest to take the position with the company in the Boston area? What do you get on that? I get a yes. I got a yes, too. Is it in Ethan's best interest to stay at his current job in Michigan? I got a no halfway through the question. Yeah. Okay. So my other thing that that I want you to really ponder, Chrissy, is make decisions for your life, not necessarily based on what he's doing. Yeah. Because there's going to come a time when he's going to perhaps meet a partner or and you know right. settle down and have a family and all of that, and you know you're mm-hmm. going to be riding his coattails. And yeah, what what if you get settled in Boston and he gets transferred to Milwaukee? You know, are you going to follow him? Yeah. And that's what I've kind of thought about, too. And uh, and I actually thought about staying in Michigan because of that exact reason, because I don't want to, you know, to kind of let him do it by himself. Right. But I also, I mean, he really wants me to go. And I really see the opportunity to get out of where I'm at. So... Well, he may be the, you know, this, this job offer in Boston may be the catalyst for you to really start thinking about what you want to do with your life. How old are you? 42. Okay. Oh, you're a baby. You got, you know, you got, (laughs) you're a, you're a babe. Okay. Well, does that help? That helps a lot. Okay. It really does. Will you email me and let me know what happens or call back in? When you yeah, decide to better, nice. call back in and let us know what you yeah. what you decide and what happens. Because it'll be yeah. fun to watch it unfold. If you can stay focused on what it is you want, let go of the specifics of how it's going to happen or where it's going to be. Okay. And then the specifics of what you want from a feeling standpoint. You know, I want okay. financial freedom. I want I want lots of snow in the winter. Yeah, I have that now. I don't think. I know. <laughs> so that's you know, for me, for me, after my first job out of school, I, they I went to work for a company, and the territory they gave me was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I <laughs> lived there for two winters. And I thought I never want to live where it snows again, and I haven't. <laughs> I moved when I was twenty four, and I have oh, not wow. snow since then. I was like. They make winter in South Dakota. They make winters in Ohio, where I grew up, look like the tropics. I'm not doing this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so my motto is, I, you know, I don't do snow. And I don't. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. But, yeah. you know, but that would be something on my list. I, I want to live where it doesn't snow. We get snow uh-huh. in Birmingham rarely. If it snows, it's usually melted within an hour. And right. And just not a big deal because I, yeah. I don't want to with it. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm just using that as an example. You know, mm-hmm. just just be be more be specific, but be general. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Call us back and let us know what you decide. I will. Thank you. Okay. Have a good week. <laughs> thanks. You too. All righty. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that was fun. We do this show every Thursday night. We record it. 
at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 605-562-3140, and the access code is 533-677-POUND. If you can't write that down because you're driving or you're cooking or you're doing something else while you're listening, then just go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and you'll see all the call-in information. Also, while you're there, click on the the little button that says sign up for the newsletter. I send that out once a week, usually Wednesday or Thursday mornings. And it has a question that someone has submitted online. And then I answer the question and it'll take you less than a minute to read it. But also on the email, on the uh, cover part of the email, it has this call and information. So you can join us on Thursday nights. So we record the show on Thursday nights and then we uh, post it. It's available for download, usually on Saturdays, sometimes on Sundays, but it's usually available on Saturdays. So you can download it on your smartphone or your tablet or listen to it on, the, um, on your computer or listen to it on the network. Also, while you're on AskJulieRyan.com, sign up for a private consult, a private session with me, because then we have a whole hour to just work on whatever you want to work on, and um, it ends up being really fun, and we get lots of information out of it. So check that out while you're on the website as well. All right. We have another caller, and I believe this is Sally. Hi, Sally. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing better, Julie. Terrific. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Calling from Washington State. And and you've called in before, so give everybody a brief idea, a brief, brief description of what's been going on with you. Well, I, I fell and, and hurt my back, and then shortly after that, I got rear-ended with a car. Right. And found out that I have osteoporosis with three compressed discs uh-huh. and trying with healing with that and dealing with the insurance and everything. And you were looking for a new car last time you called in. Yes. And so what's, yeah. so what's the update? Well, the update is that one dealer tried to take advantage of me. Oh, and geez. I had to make a decision and I had taken a ride and given the car overnight on one car and my mechanic had said it was okay so I had to make a real quick decision uh-huh. and I went ahead and I purchased that car. Okay, good. So I'm hoping I made a, a good decision and a wise decision on that car. Are you happy with it so far? I am except it's black inside and I'd like a different color but that's it's a Toyota Camry. That's what I had wanted. They're one Terrific. of the best. But, yes. Well, I, I, but you can buy seat covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You could, you know, you could buy lime green or something really attractive. <laughs> that's a good idea. I, I used to... I used cool. to put seat covers when I lived in Los Angeles for a long time. I used to get those sheepskin seat covers back in the 80s. Those were real big, and we yes, put it on the, leather, on the leather seats. But then somebody invented those windshield, you know, deals that you can put up, the shades that you can put up in the windshields, and it really works. It really keeps the temperature down in the car. And so I just used that. I gave up the sheepskins a long time ago. 
Yeah. But you could buy seat covers. You could get something really racy if you want. Yeah. Well, I had a couple of questions that I've been wondering about. Yes, ma'am. And one is to my blockage to downsizing my stuff. Difficulty I have doing that right now. Okay. That but you're downsizing, I guess I don't understand the question. Hold my the stuff that I have gathered over the years and yeah, and, and trying to downsize and minimize to to for a new life. Okay. Difficulty. And so, what's your question about that? That what my blockage to feeling really comfortable and free with doing the downsizing and getting rid of stuff that really seems to be um, a blockage for me. Okay, so it's uncomfortable for you to get rid of things or you're, you don't feel inspired to do it even though you feel like you need to do it? Yeah, I know it needs to go, but I'm hanging on. So whether that's I'm hanging on to stuff that's the past and not looking forward to the future, I'm not sure what that is, but I, I recognize as it is a difficulty for me, and I want to be able to overcome. Well, that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it, Sally, is just you're not supposed to get rid of it yet for whatever reason. I think that the older I get, the more I don't do a whole lot of things that I'm not inspired to do. If I, Obviously, other than stuff that has to be done, like pay the electric bill, things like that. But... But when it comes to doing those kinds of tasks that you, you think of it and you just say to yourself, ah, oh, I, I just can't even stomach the thought of having to do that. Well, that's guidance. You're not supposed to do it. When you're inspired to do it, it's going to go smoothly. You're going to find a way to enjoy it. It's going to go really fast and it's not going to be... There you won't have any resistance. The fact that you've got resistance to it tells me that you're not supposed to do it because you're just not looking at it in the right way yet. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So if you can look at it in a different pers- with a different perspective and say, okay, it's going to... It's going to feel so much better when I get this cleaned out or it's going to look so much better or I'm going to feel so much better. And so I'm really excited to get this done. If you can never get to that place, then, then it's going to go really smoothly. So the fact that you're resisting it right now tells me you're just not supposed to be doing it. And my, okay, okay. And you can overanalyze the crap out of it, frankly. <laughs> But I think it's way easier to focus on stuff that you want to do, have fun with it, and then it's going to come if it's supposed to happen. Uh-huh. If, it, if it's not, then, you know, it's just not. Okay. Okay. All right. And then where is my diamond ring with the gold band that I received from Bob? Is it in my house or not? I get a no on that. That it's. Do you get a picture of where it's at? Uh, I'm not getting that you'll find it. Um, okay. I think, do you have insurance on it? Can you do an insurance claim? No, I didn't put the insurance on it. All right. Look into your insurance, though, Sally, because sometimes it has a minimum amount to cover jewelry and things like that without 
doing a special rider on okay. it. Um, so do you have a picture of it? Um, kind of, yeah. But not okay. I, check into your insurance on it. Okay. And see if you can make a claim for it. Because a lot of times they'll have... Do you have do you own your own home or do you have apartment insurance or do you even have insurance? Own my own home and my own, and have insurance. And you have homeowners insurance? Right, right. Okay. Most homeowners insurance that I've ever seen has some kind of a limit. It'll be like up to five thousand dollars for jewelry. And I don't know what this ring is worth, but if it's worth under five thousand dollars I would I would consider making a claim on it. It was worth. It's worth five thousand. I mean, it was paid. It paid. It was five thousand. So you bought it for five thousand. Yeah, it was purchased and given to me for five thousand. Yeah. Okay, so well, chances are good it's not worth five thousand, even though that's what somebody paid for it. Mm-hmm. But do you have the certificate on it, like the appraisal? And oh, I don't think so. Okay, that might be a problem. All right. Well, if you can find that, consider making a claim on your insurance. Let me see if I can figure out where it is. This is the third time I've asked, will you find your ring? And I'm getting a no. I've gotten a no all three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, when I asked where you lost it, I got it at the market. I don't know that that makes sense, but... That's what came to me just now. The market? The public market? The market, like, you know, market to me is grocery store. But market can be lots of things. The furniture market, the clothing market, the jewelry market. It can be a lot of things. So, you know, up in uh, Seattle, you got the fish market. (laughs) Yeah. So it can be a lot of different things, but okay. um, I I think I don't think it's worth your while to try and no. find it. No. I think if it shows up, then right. you're supposed to have it back. But <clears throat> excuse me, the fact that you've lost it, I, I really believe, Sally, that things happen for us; they don't happen to us. Right. And um, so there's a reason why you lost that ring. Right. So if it shows back up, you're supposed to have it. If it doesn't, you're not. I would just right. let it go. And then um, the more we try and control things, the more we stop the energy flow. Exactly. Right. So that okay. would be my okay. Or that would be my suggestion. How is your back? My back is better. Good. Went for treatment today, and the treatment was the he does massage. And then I do decompression, and then I have a treatment. And the massage helps the healing. Uh-huh. And you said that I'm going to have up and downs, but today I feel really good. Good. Really good, and it feels so good to feel good. Yeah, because you were in a lot of pain the first time you called in. Yes. Well, yes. that's wonderful news. Terrific. And I have one other question as far as comments, or is it in my best interest to keep the photon sound beam 12? Or return it to Keith. Okay. Is it in Sally's best interest to keep the photon sound beam? Sounds like you're 
doing outer space work there, girl. Uh, okay, when you ask the question, what do you get? First thing that comes to your mind. I go back and forth to it's best to keep it, and, and then I also get that if there is some issue with the construction of it or not, that's my hesitancy about the machine. I get a yes on it right a now. Yes. A yes this, to what? At this moment in time, yes to keep it. To keep it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Is it and in Sally's best interest to keep the photon machine? I get a yes. Then that may help me with my recovery and my healing then, too. Yeah. I don't know what that is. What is it? It's a frequency machine. It's like okay. the, world, the frequency that he used to be able to hear, heal people with their cancer and with disease. And huh. these are frequencies that the body can recognize in particular uh, viruses, illnesses, or diseases can be healed with using the, these frequencies. Terrific. Well, I, I completely believe in that, and I get that it can help you. Thank that you. That that machine can help you. Thank you, Julie. Thank yeah. You. The other the other thing, Sally, is um, there's a doctor called Rowan, and go to Doc Rowan D O C R O W A N dot com, and look this guy up because I just read a bunch of information about him, and he for the past twenty years has been using ozone therapy to help all kinds of orthopedic problems and rheumatoid arthritis and it even cures Ebola and it's it's incredible it's ozone you know we hear ozone and we think oh pollution and it's bad for the atmosphere well it is when it's in pollution but right. ozone itself is something that is in the body it's O3 apparently right. and um so you may want to look into that as well yeah I've heard of I him. just you know I just got that thought to let you know about that, which tells me I need to, you know, I need to convey the information. So go to docrowan.com. And I think he, I believe, I haven't had a chance to check out his YouTube videos yet, but I believe he has several of them. So you may want to check that out too. I think his name is Robert Rowan, MD. Right. And then I wanted to just share what I accidentally met a person because with the osteoporosis, it's really hard to know what really, really helps because the biophosphonates that are there, the Bonivas and, and the Fosfamax, mm-hmm. actually more problems. And I found from a person today that part of the issue as far as healing the osteoporosis is so often um, calcium and magnesium is taken together, but they actually um, write each other out so that the body doesn't get to use the calcium or magnesium. But if a person takes the calcium at one time and takes the magnesium at another time, the body will use that to help with the osteoporosis and build the bone. Interesting. Yes, I was fascinated by that because it is hard sometimes to heal the osteoporosis because so much of the calcium goes out in the urine. Uh Uh-huh. Huh. Well, no? share that because that's something to check into for other people if they have issues. Okay, terrific. Well, this Dr. Rowan apparently has been helping a lot of people with RA. Yes. So 
check him out too and see if that's something that maybe you can add to your regimen. To You're going to be running marathons here before long, girl. <laughs> I will welcome that. I will welcome that greatly. Okay. Well, thanks so much for calling in this evening. I'm delighted that you're feeling better and and thrilled for you that you got your car and you are you are great report. Yeah, and I did go to California with the family. Terrific. Well, trip. good. All right. Well, you uh, enjoy the rest of your evening, and um, thanks so much for calling in this evening. Thank you, Julie. Okay, take care. Bye, Sally. Bye, Julie. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them, and so will you. All right. Well, that was a great report from Miss Sally in Washington State. Let's go to a couple of emails that have been submitted online. This first one is from Stephanie, and Stephanie lives in Earlton, New York. And she said, Hi, Julie. I have, I've been experiencing severe stomach and intestinal pain for two years now. I've had a colonoscopy, which didn't show anything. I've given up gluten, and that seems to help, but my stomach is still so sensitive. I often have an 8 out of 10 pain level on the lower left side of my abdomen. I've also experienced weight gain, but I suppose that's pretty common for somebody who's 48 years old. Can you please do a scan on me? Thank you so much. And here's my response. Hi, Stephanie. When scanning you, I see an overabundance of candida, which is a systemic yeast infection throughout your whole body. It looks like the white powder you see on a yeast roll, and I believe it's what's causing your symptoms. I also see what looks like an ulcer in the left lower region of your stomach. This condition has probably been caused by the use of antibiotics and birth control pills. Those prescriptions killed off a bunch of the good bacteria in your stomach, allowing the yeast to get out of control. The yeasties are crafty little critters that whack our gut biome. They replicate at an amazing rate and cause all sorts of problems. Candida can release over 100 known toxins into the bloodstream through tears in the lining of your GI tract and cause a large variety of symptoms. This condition is known as leaky gut syndrome and is called the missing diagnosis because so few doctors are knowledgeable enough to detect and treat it. 
When I energetically blew the yeast out of your system, I saw inflamed red tissue throughout your entire GI tract, from your esophagus through your stomach, intestines, and colon. No wonder you're in pain. I also saw an energetic thick white cream, and it's the consistency of Nivea cream. If, if you've ever seen the, um, those blue jars of Nivea cream, and it's kind of like a Noxzema or a white thick cream that you'd find in a jar. Um, went back to say, be applied to your ulcer. And then I saw an energetic dressing be applied over the sore. This should help you heal. Here are some suggestions. Number one, do a search on candida yeast overgrowth and follow the dietary recommendations at bulletproofexec.com. There you'll find an easy-to-follow food chart you can download for free. Second, check out Eat Fat, Get Thin by Mark Hyman, MD. Dr. Hyman is the head of functional medicine at the Cleveland Clinic and has lots of experience with treating yeast issues. Go to drhyman.com for more information. Next, another great reference is Detoxification and Healing uh, by Sydney Baker, MD. Dr. Baker is a former professor at both Yale and Princeton's medical schools and is is a walking encyclopedia on how to treat yeast overgrowth and its accompanying symptoms. Basically, avoid processed foods, sugars, wine, beer, alcohol, dairy, and aged and fermented foods. You may want to get your doctor to prescribe an antifungal medication like Nystatin, which is a natural antifungal that's found in the ground that kills yeast. And that can initially aid in helping you get rid of the yeast. You may feel a bit worse for the first few days of treatment as the yeast dies off, but if you just stick with it and and understand your condition's completely fixable and won't cause any permanent damage to your body. Lastly, you have a large energy field leak in the lower part of your abdomen. This is caused by emotional trauma experienced either at some point in your life or in a past life. Emotional issues always precede physical medical conditions by disrupting the body's energy flow. I'll be delighted to help you explore the cause and heal that leak one-on-one. Just go to my website and click on schedule an appointment. Hope this helps. Thanks for your question. So that was a long explanation, but candida yeast is just epidemic proportions um, in our country right now. And it's because of all the overuse of antibiotics, the overuse of birth control pills and steroids, and also the food supply. There's antibiotics in the food supply. That's what pesticides are. They kill bugs. Pesticides do. We eat them. We eat the food. We either eat the pesticides in the grain that's been grown to feed the cows and the chickens and the animals that we eat and or it's on our fruits and vegetables. So it's a huge, huge problem. It can cause a tremendous amount of pain and discomfort, but the good news is it's really easy to fix it. So um, if you're having any of those symptoms, just Google candida yeast and you'll see all kinds of help on the Internet. The other thing, there was a caller, two callers last week for those of you that were listening and their um, husband and father had died earlier that morning. It was Sue and Allie. And a couple of really fabulous things. I got some follow-up um, notes from them 
this week. And one was we looked up the significance. You may remember that the deceased Marty asked his daughter to buy his wife a dozen yellow roses, and they gave them to her that night. And it was so significant for her, number one, because he'd never bought her flowers in the 40-some years they'd been together, simply because she told them at one point early on in their relationship not to buy her flowers because she said they're too expensive and they just die. So they were a waste of money. And she said he took it to heart and he never bought her flowers. But from heaven, he's asking his daughter to take her a dozen yellow roses. The other thing that was so interesting was we looked up the meaning for yellow roses and First and foremost, yellow roses, the significance is they're intended to cheer someone up. The description I saw said that since they're the color of the sun, they're used to cheer people up. Well, what better occasion to cheer somebody up when, when her husband had just died and the roses were coming from him? That was amazing. And then the other thing was they, they conveyed gratitude. And he had been sick for over a year, and she'd taken amazing care of him. So cheer her up and thanks for flowers coming from heaven. I just thought that was extraordinary. The other thing that was so fun about that call um, and the follow-up was the daughter, Allie, had asked, was she pregnant or was her sister-in-law pregnant? because her dad, Marty, wanted them to have more babies. And she texted me this week, and she said, my sister-in-law found out this morning that she's pregnant, because I could see the baby's energy that had attached to both her energy field and also her sister-in-law's energy field. And I said, either you're pregnant or you're going to be really soon, because I can see this baby's energy. looks like an orb of what you'll see in a picture. Sometimes you'll see orbs in pictures, which those are spirits of loved ones, by the way, that the digital camera is picking up. And it also it reminds me of the orb that Glenda the Goodwitch flew into Munchkin Land, you know, as an orb, and then she'd materialize in Munchkin Land in The Wizard of Oz. Most people have seen that, so they know what I'm talking about. So anyways, what a wonderful uh, follow-up to that call last week of those special people who just lost their dad. All right, let's go to another question. We have a few minutes left. Let's go to another question that was submitted online. This one comes from Judita from Santa Fe, New Mexico, and she asks, Dear Julie, I learned about you from Nancy May. Well, thanks, Nancy May, for telling Judita about us. I just found out that my uncle has throat cancer. He's going to have chemotherapy and radiation treatment. I know how horrible that can be. I wanted to know if there's anything that you could recommend to help him go through those treatments and gain his strength back faster. I would greatly appreciate your help. All the best, Judita. And here's my response. Hi, Judita. How nice of you to be looking for ways to help your uncle. I first connected to you and then from you to your uncle. I then asked his permission to scan him and he granted it. The interesting thing is, although he let me see his medical condition, he asked that I keep the information confidential. Oftentimes, when I am scanning somebody for somebody else, like like in this case, Judita called, she sent me this email and she said, can you scan my uncle and can you see what can help him? Most of the time, the person that I'm trying to scan will give me permission 
and I'll ask them psychically for permission to scan them. If they say yes, then I'll scan them. If they say no, I don't because I believe it's an ethical thing. First of all, I don't run around scanning people because I don't think it's any of my business. Secondly, I don't really want to know. And thirdly, I think it's unethical to do that. So I turn my abilities on and off at will. It takes me a nanosecond to do it. And can you imagine being in a crowd of people and getting all this information about their lives and their loved ones and their deceased loved ones and their, um, their medical conditions? My goodness, that would be just crazy and be overwhelming. So he, although he would let me scan him, he didn't want me to share what I saw with anybody. I thought that was interesting. Okay, back to my response. I said, when I asked, when I asked him how you could be of assistance as he deals with this condition, he said, he wants you to just be available. He's not sure what he'll need, and he'd appreciate it if you'd help drive him to treatments, run errands, bring in meals, and help with chores. Your uncle told me, and I quote, when I say this, quote, I don't want anyone hassling me, end quote. He went on to say, quote, I need to deal with this situation my own way. He also told me he's okay if he heals and he's okay if he dies. What a great position to be in. And lastly, your uncle asked for your prayers. Hope this information helps you help him. Thanks for your question. What a great question and what a sweet pea that she wants to, that she's that concerned for her uncle and she wants to know how she can best help him. And um, that's the information I got. Okay, here's another one. This one comes from Jessica in Tampa, Florida. And Jessica says, hi, Julie, my boyfriend lost his dad to cancer last year, and it's been a very long and hard year for him. He's not someone who talks about his feelings, especially when it comes to his dad. But as the one-year anniversary approaches, I can tell it's been weighing more heavily than usual on him. Sometimes I can't find the right words to say to make him feel better or to comfort him, and it makes everything more difficult. We never fight, but the last two weeks he's been on edge, and I'm sure this is the reason for it. I've never really dealt with death personally or struggled to comfort someone who lost a close family member, but he and I have a very close bond, and I wish I knew what to say or do to help him. If you have any kind of advice for me on how to handle the next couple of weeks, or if you could provide me with some kind of insight on the situation, I would really appreciate it. And here's my response. Hi, Jessica. Your boyfriend is fortunate to have such a loving, thoughtful, and kind girlfriend in his life. Everyone experiences and heals from grief in their own way, and it's hard to know how to best comfort someone in emotional pain. The following are a few suggestions that may help. Number one, show him my 12 phases of transition graphics, and I put in parentheses, askjulieryan.com. That's my, that's my website. It's been, a, it's been my experience for the more than 20 years that I've been doing this that these pictures provide an amazing level of comfort to those either in the process of losing a loved one and or as they are grieving afterwards. AskJulieRyan.com, if you click on the tab that says 12 Faces of Transition, you'll see it. There's a graphic there. You can look at them individually. You can download a PDF that has all the graphics on it. So um, use that to help anyone that you know that's going through that situation where they have a loved one who's dying. Back to my response. Number two, teach him how to talk with his dad's spirit. 
Tell him to ask his dad a question in his head, and his dad's answer will be the first thing that pops into his head when he asks the question. If it takes more than a couple of seconds, it's his brain talking. Tell him he'll get better with practice. Number three, just be with him. Sometimes grieving people don't need to hear anything from us. They just need to know we're there for them. Most of all, hang in there. Grief lessons with time. Thanks for your question. Again, what a sweet pay that she wants to help him get through this situation. All right, last quiz question quick question, easy for me to say in the la- in our last couple minutes. R.C. from New Orleans, Louisiana asked, my mother died in September 1990 at the age of 65. She fell and hit the corner of the cedar chest in her bedroom, and her death was not discovered for four days. How did my mother die? Did she suffer? Was there anything she wanted, to- wanted me to know? And here's my response. Hi, R.C., My condolences on the loss of your mother. Upon doing a replay of your mother's death, I believe she died of a massive heart attack. She told me she didn't suffer because she immediately went unconscious when she collapsed at the foot of the cedar chest. Your mom told me she chose to die unexpectedly because she didn't want to burden you with having to take care of her. She also wanted you to know that her spirit is always with you and watching over you. All of our loved ones are. They're around us all the time. We can ask for their help. We can ask them a question in our head. They're pure love and and light and goodness. There's no negative emotion at all with the spirits that are around us. That stays with the body when somebody dies. So keep that in mind if you've lost a loved one. If you haven't, you will. And keep that in mind when that happens. So with that... Thanks for joining me this evening. It's always a delight to do this. It's one of the highlights of my week. And I hope your weekend is just fabulous. And I hope next week is as well. Join us next week, same time, same place. Call in with your questions, submit them online, and I'll do my best to get an answer for you. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.